Hello and welcome to episode 146 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Depending on when you're listening to it, either you're listening to it Sunday night or Monday morning or Monday, but we're back. We are back. We're going to be back on the field this week. This is the week of certainty. After all the weeks and weeks of uncertainty, we are going to be out in the field this week kicking football with our club mates, with our friends, with our lifelong friends, with our school friends, out on the pitch like kids. The kids have been back a couple of weeks. Good for them. But now the adults are back out on the pitch and we're going to be running wild on the on the pitch. Really hectic week. Um, and there's loads to come this week. I'll be looking forward to Antrim. That, that game this week, I'll be building up to that. I have a good guest, an old friend of mine on, Aaron Douglas. Um, we, we preview that game, a good in-depth analysis on that. The ins and outs of the ladies' team, we'll be going through that as well. They're, they're starting to follow with the 23rd in Caracas Shannon as, as well. We'll also I'll be picking my Antrim team, team for Antrum, not my Antrim team. But uh, And then we'll be going through the, the official loud team that's named. We'll be talking all about that, getting the hype going, getting the kind of... Getting the kind of uh, crack and talk about the games that's actually happening. After a long five months off of unprecedented uh, stalling, 140 days, 140 odd, maybe it'll be 147 by next Saturday. But the Loud Hurlers and Footballers will be out next week. And um, it's just magic, I have to say. It's um, really, really good. It's, I'm really looking forward to getting back, just kicking the O'Neill's again and kicking it to pass it to someone instead of smacking it off the wall. Um, and it'll be great to be trying to kick points over the bar. But um, yeah, it's 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 just mad. It's it's just really, it, like I say about the kids, they take it for granted. Oh, they won't take it for granted. There's a gratefulness there now with this season. And uh, yeah, after a hectic week, it's it's just been brilliant. Um, like the week gone, you had uh, you had the, the 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 master club fixtures came out. That wasn't that was Tuesday, um, and I released the, the county panel podcast as well. Who's in and out of that? You can sign up on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud to get it. Then you had the draw for the league, draw for the first round of the league. Where where would you have seen that excitement before? Uh, and then <laughs> Loud finally know where they're going to be playing. Awfully, that is going to be in Park Tottenham. Get back into Navan there. So there's loads happening on the podcast, on Patreon this week. Loads happening in general. Just like after, like I'm saying, just after months of not knowing anything and nothing to talk about, it's just all coming at me. And a really good start to May, really good start to the summer, really good start to getting out into football. I also caught up with. Um, Loud hurling manager Paul McCormack, and he was kind of a little bit annoyed that the Loud hurlers only have three games in the league, don't even be a final. So this is just what he had to say about that. Well, well, well. Ho- hopefully that we have learned from last year, and that can become part of what what we're about in terms of finishing finishing the games off better. But uh, yeah, in, in terms of league, I can't understand it. Like, and I, I was on to Martin Fogarty, the national development. National Horn Development Manager, I said, Martin, how is this fair that we're playing three league matches and there's not even a final, whereas every other division, or sorry, has more games on us. Yeah. Even the footballers are getting three games and then they have a playoff or a relegi- uh, promotion playoff, semi-final or relegation playoff for the fourth game. You know, we're not getting that. Like, that's, to me, that's completely unfair. You know, and but he couldn't answer me. He just said, that's, that's what they made this year. Yeah, do you feel that's a kind of like 
is it kind of a slight on the the teams in the lower divisions? Like, I I think it is, and I, I was on the record saying that to him. I says they're talking about horn development. Yeah, you know what is the problem of pushing? Yeah, so that was Paul McCormick. He was like he he's he's right. Like it's every time I speak to Paul, he's very very impressive and. He knows the stuff and just talking about players that come in and out. But he's right. Like, why is there no final? Or it's similar to no um, Talton Cup. Like, why are they not playing Talton Cup for this? It's 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 just not on. Like, it's just the elite teams. Like you talk about this European Super League. Like I mentioned before, the elite teams are getting their games and getting the matches and getting further and further ahead. The inequality is just widening and widening and widening in football and in hurling. Like. Play play a competition now. Play a final. Give the the decency to have a final. Uh, so they're not looking after. It. That's just been like you know if they can't play hurling in this country, uh, to develop it in every county. Like what chance do you have? So they're just happy to go with the top eight teams, GA. And Paul is on record and saying saying similar. But yeah, you give a whole lowdown on the on the panel, the ins and outs, the comings and goings, the new players that are there and players that are picked up off the football panel. You know, be interested to listen to that, and then also he drops a bombshell and exclusive within this as well. Someone uh, he kind of officially announced the retirement, and someone I'll have on soon enough on the podcast. Please, God, great servant to Laird Horland. Um, so yeah, that that was it. So that was a that was the hectic week, and that's just been the the madness that's been going on. Um, like I said, you're still going back to the May the tenth. Um, it's going to be really really exciting. And it's just going to be brilliant. Like it's going to be so good for people's heads, for people's minds, and socialising and meeting people and getting back. And then, as that happens, the competitive juices get flowing as well. You see the the fixtures are coming out. People are giving out about. It's amazing. It doesn't take long for people to give out about fixtures, and I think they're all they're all rolled out fairly, um, very well done. Actually, I have to say. Sean McLean was the same last year on the ball and then COVID scuppered them all those great plans and now he's already come in again this year with a really good plan really good like really clear and concise everything's going to be played off even slotted in last year's um, 2020 Shield and Cup Kevin Mullen Shield finals as well and then you have um, all the underage competitions facilitated for as well so it's very well streamlined really good work and they deserve a lot of credit um, so yeah, that that's it. I can't. I can re- can barely hold my excitement with with getting back out onto the pitch. Um, but like, yeah, like I said as well, the comp- competitive juices get flown as well, and maybe a few hamstrings might get torn as well with lads getting back. I mean, a little bit over eager, or lads who weren't looking after themselves over lockdown. But I think teams have been fairly good. I think any team that kind of didn't know what they were doing last year um, for the first lockdown, I think they're the same length. But I think this year you kind of had a chance, you had the second bite of the cherry that if you didn't do that in last lockdown um, or off-season, you would do it this time. And I think a lot of teams have, and they've become more kind of savvy with getting training programmes out, with getting Zoom classes into people, or going and getting uh, kind of sessions themselves with the ball and doing different things as well. So um, hopefully it makes for a good good league, good championship, good shield and cup. Um, hopefully it makes for a good couple of weeks. Good couple of weeks ahead. Um, it's going to be hectic, but it's going to be amazing. Um, like I say, have I said it's going to be amazing to get back in the field? Yeah, I have. But um, just now, kind of a new feature to finish. Um, a lot of people have got on to me, and there's a lot of things happening in clubs. Um, I mentioned a couple of them a couple of weeks ago. The rallies of a last man standing. Um, uh, the Kevins have uh, win a tractor draw. They'll be on in a couple of weeks as well. But um, yeah, do get on to me. 
I'm more than happy to have you on. We'll, we'll uh, have a, have the crack about your club and that one, have you? Um, I have David Foscombe Malone on now to have a chat about RD. They have a win a holiday home. But we also have a chat about RD in their the year last year and the development that's going on in the club. So if you have any club news or club events or something coming up, more than happy to have a chat and come on and we, we'll publicise it. Um, anything for Loud GA or anything around Loud GA. But um, yeah, here's David Foscombe Malone from RD St Mary's and win a holiday home.ie. David Foskell Malone, are you over last year's senior final loss before we get into other things? I think they put it to the back of my head with no football, but now, Dan, with, with football coming back, it, it does get you thinking about it. But look, we have a new season to look forward to, so we'll hopefully right the wrongs of, of last year, maybe this year, we'll see. How was it, uh, Foskell, watching, like, watching the, your, your own club, your own sons involved, and you're watching on telly, you're like, you know what I mean? Was that hard? It was very, it was very strange, yeah. Like, um, look, it was kind of good watching it because you are, like, look, you, are, you can't beat being there, but you know, watching on the telly, so it's nearly given with commentary and all that. Like, them days are gone. Like, I have a five-year-old, and um, during that time, so we'd be watching the games here in the house. We'd watch. He was running around commentating on himself playing football, which I hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah. Like, we would have done it years ago when you were playing soccer or Gaelic. You'd, you'd do a bit of commentary, so. From that perspective, from the Lou TV, I, I thought it was brilliant. Like, I didn't see that, you know, before. Like, I have a lad nine, and he would have never done that. But the five-year-old was running around, and he was like, Charlie Malone has the ball, and Charlie Malone gets a goal. And But, uh, yeah, look, uh, you can't beat being there. Like, um, as I say, my lad, uh, Evan, made his debut there. He, he came on in one or two of the games, and you're, you're following all your life, and then you, you get to miss his, his senior debut. But, look, uh, hopefully there'll be, there'll be many more. Um to come you know it was just a bit strange like, I, I couldn't understand it you're, you're able to go to the pub to watch it but you weren't able to go down you know to dive or to watch it but look we have to kind of stick by the rules I suppose but um, like like you say it could it could be very close again you could see them in real life this year like you've you've a really good kind of young and up and coming panel like last year I know you're on about the, the Lou TV and that but RD were probably a breath of fresh air, and those young lads came of age. Like you got really even the the, the late winner again, the May again, the Blues. Like you were probably like the, the probably the team of the championship. Yeah, look, they played very. There is great. We had a good mix of young and old, um, and you know a lot of them boys have all matured together. They never say die. I seen them. They had a great minor team and. In fairness, they weren't overly challenged over the years. No. But they kind of were in some games. And, and sometimes when teams have it easy, there was the, the odd game or two that they were behind and they didn't give up. But a lot of them boys played with the school and um, they didn't find it as easy with the school. But I've seen them in some of the games. And um, it was one of the games we were below in, I think it was DKIT. And they were down by about eight or nine points in, a, I think it was a, a Leinster qualifier. And they were, they were gone. They were dead and buried. Like we were, we were just surprised. They weren't playing great, and we were just surprised. And a lot of the boys would have been on that team. You know, you had uh, Luke Mattis would be coming on this year. You would have had Evan Malone, um, Donald McKenney, Liam Jackson, Tom Jackson, um, Carl Kiki. Gillespie. But they, uh, Kiki, they, they just come back. Luke Mattis think got two crack and go, and they come back and bet the boys. And it was the first time I nearly ever felt sorry for an opposition team because it was un- they, 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 they so had it, you know, and we were after beating them previously. So, they thought they had the revenge, but that that's it. And like the boys, they don't give up. Like even in the final, yeah, they, they never yeah. give up until that final whistle goes. Them boys don't give up, and that's a great trait to have. You can't. It's hard to coach that. You have to have that naturally. 
and a lot of them boys have it, you know, probably well, but probably bred in someone underage too, you know. Yeah, I suppose you're on about the final there, like, you take your goal chances in the first half, even you still, you get the penalty then late in the second half, like, you could have, like, you probably could have, should have won that game, that final. Yeah, look, it wasn't a great start, Darren, Darren got injured in the first couple of minutes, you know, you know, when yeah, your game yeah. plan's kind of slightly out the window. Um, as you say there, we just didn't take a point. I think that day, we took a while to settle back in after that. Um, you know, we didn't. We got a late a goal then a bit later on to kind of put a little bit of pressure. Maybe if that goal came five minutes earlier, you just never know. The Martins then had the experience. They're after yeah, it was yeah. two finals before that. Like you know, the old saying, it's gone back a while. It takes you have to lose one to win one. Um, I do think the Martins did have the experience of that. We had a tough game the week before too against the Blues. You know, it was a fairly compact championship. Yeah. Um, you know, look, there's no excuses. Um, like the Martins had an easy run, which could have worked against them. To be quite honest with you, you know, they hadn't exactly a tough game, and that can that can go against you. But look, the Martins set out well. They got the tactics right. I'm not saying we got any, we got it wrong, but um, I, I do think the experience of the two previous finals. Did, did definitely help them, you know. So, yeah, as I say, yeah. look, we have that experience now going into this year. And, um, yeah, look, it'll be tight again. It will be tight again, there's no doubt. Um, another compact championship. So, injuries could play a part. Whoever can remain as, as injury-free as possible, you know, it'll go a long way because there's, there's not much between a few of the teams now, you know. No, there's definitely, there looks to be a big three there, like yourselves, the Martins and the Blues. Like, the Blues will probably come back this year. You know, with a bit between their teeth. But, uh, look, I'm going. I'm getting excited about the championship already. But there's other teams there as well that could take someone That's out as well. Definitely, but, you don't know how like the lockdown is after treating. You could have you could have teams there that that, that are were, were kind of doing their own stuff and and team teams that you know weren't you know the individuals just weren't driven to get off the couch and do stuff and and some of the teams they were and they could come back fitter and stronger. But um, yeah, just seen the bet there. They have the Blues the favourites, the the Martins the second favourites, and we're the third favourites. Okay, probably, probably about right. Um, but look at that could all change after the first round of fixtures. You never know. Yeah, look. yeah, and then like. As well, you probably have the. It's been a long time since there have been four Marys men in the Loud squad, like with the two Jacksons, uh, McKenney and uh, Kiki in there. Yeah, I would say so. Like you had lads coming in and out. You had Darren and Ronan there for a good while, yeah, and then yeah. um, John. But yeah, you definitely wouldn't have had four. No, I'd say from around around about the, the mid nineties when you you probably had the likes Ken, of Ken, Alan, Dotsy, Brendan, Cairn, Sharky, Brother Michael Malone would have been on it. Then you had. Niall Sharkey then years, a couple of years later mm-hmm. in the early 2000s but yeah I'd say probably around the last time we won it in 95 around that time give or take would have been the last time we'd, we'd have four lads on the panel so it's great to see and, and young lads too you know yeah 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 plenty of potential there and it's good like you nearly want it, like the Marys you want RD going well if like for Loud to be going well too you know that's so a big pain in that yeah, you, you do hear that from some of the older members around the club. Like, you know, when, when the Marys are going well, they'll go well. And look, although you only won one championship in 95, we were, we were there contending every, mm. kind of nearly every second year. But um, unfortunately, came away with one. But Loud were good that we had them years too. They were challenging for Lancers. And as I say, that's probably the last time we had at least four in the panel. So, um, yeah, look, it's exactly, yeah. So, again, with the boys in Division 4, with Mickey Hart over them, hopefully there's a, we'll get out of Division 4 too, you know. Big time, and you're building for the future. So yeah, you have um, a nice wee draw down there. Um, it's a, it's a clever one. It's one that's tapping into everyone's kind of wish list now with uh, with COVID. 
Uh, who had the idea of winning a holiday home? I'm gonna, who, was it you? David. It was myself to come up with the idea. Look, we, okay, we, we're, right. we're always we're always coming up with ideas and trying to think. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, we we were involved with the lotto there. We did a lot on a Sunday night, and we have a good committee there. I, you know, you come up with ideas, and, and the boys will either tell me it's good or they'll point out my flaws, and I'll, I'll agree with them. So we are we just gathered a committee together. We just look, we we'll see what what we think. We knocked a few ideas together, and we were you know we were on about maybe a load of holiday vouchers and this and that. But at the time, it was probably January we met up, maybe early February. Still kind of unknown. You're still actually taking a risk. If you're probably doing it now, you can see that, look, we're opening up and that. So we were kind of thinking what everyone needed. Um, look, we, we went with a few things, but we just kept coming back to this. Yeah. I think the word staycation has just been used massively now in the last 14 months. And that's what we were kind of thinking. Like for myself, I probably wouldn't have been interested in something like this you know, a few years ago. But now suddenly, yeah, yeah. yeah we had at home that you could tip over. You know, I'm from RD. Claw head. I, I'd love to have something over there. I know a few people with, with them over there, and uh, they love it. it. It's somewhat different, but yet it's only over the road. You can just decide suddenly on a three o'clock on a Saturday. You know what? We'll, we'll tip over. So, yeah, it's a look. It's a fabulous three bed luxury holiday home. Um, nice. comes with eight thousand euro cash. So basically, you can get it delivered to anywhere you want in the country. Right. Um, nice. look at the average pitch fees. Depending on where you are, would be maybe fifteen hundred to three thousand a year. So. You get it delivered. You'll definitely get at least your first two years, if not more, pitch fees paid for. Um, so it's great because it's spreading around the country. Like you know, we've tickets coming in. We'd actually take it from America there yesterday. Um, one of our former players had just put it up, and we didn't hadn't asked him. He obviously just spotted it, and um, I couldn't believe it. There was a sale in from from a, a lad that he's friends with in America. So you know, plenty of sales in Cork, Donegal, Kerry, Limerick, Carlow. Dublin and obviously the loud has been great to us now and and the people have already have, have all bought into it. So, so how's the ticket sales going at the moment? So just as of uh, yesterday, Saturday, we went over the fifty percent mark. So um right. they're going very well. Like at the minute the draw is due for the twenty fifth of July. But right. the way we're gonna work down, we're only selling four thousand nine hundred and ninety five tickets. So that's so what if they sell out before yeah, yeah. that. Well, we, we decided that and like that's you know, it's we'd like to kind of call it a low odds draw. So basically that that's it. It's limited at that. Um if we sell out before the twenty fifth of July, which at the minute we are on track to do, uh we will bring it forward, we will notify everybody and we will do it, bring it forward and we'll do it, we'll be doing the draw live on it'll be a live stream, more than likely Facebook, but but uh yeah, we'll be bringing it forward. So um, you know, somebody could have the new holiday home in the next six maybe eight weeks more realistically, you know. Right. And and is there is was it been has it been hard um, to sell the tickets online or is it with COVID or where are you getting most of your sales or is there, is there someone selling like like mad below? Yeah, well, we um, look, we're still selling the paper tickets um, and they are going well and we, have, we haven't we have overly kind of handed them out to a lot of people because it is a draw with a difference. We have to know, like some of the draws we are doing it with an you know with a draw date as as normal and it's any amount of tickets you can just give a load of people a load of tickets but we can't we have to know where every ticket okay, is right, at every stage right. so most of them are being are online um the likes of google ads and facebook ads we um we got a great start um one of the guys knows paul mcgrath the famous yes, irish footballer yes, yeah and he done a video at the start and he just randomly went into a wee dance doing the ooh paul mcgrath so um that was a brilliant start. When we got that, we knew we had something good. So um, I had contacted the crowd Dublin Live and just basically explained who we were, what we were doing, and I, I sent them the video. 
I couldn't believe it. Within about an hour, they were back to me asking, could I take a phone call? So they'd done a quick interview with me that day, and then they posted it up on their website. That was great sales. Next minute we knew we were on the Star newspaper the next day. We were yeah, on yeah, radio stations in Dublin, because when you buy a ticket, we have a, where did you hear about us? And it was all coming in from like 98 FM radio and the start. So look, that was a great trigger. That got a good boost to us. But um, we have plenty of, if you go to our website there, www.winnerholidayhome.ie, there's a load of media there. Like we have um, Cork All-Star, Colm O'Neill. As I say, Paul McGrath. We have Henry de Bromhead and Rachel Blackmore, the, the winning in English Grand National combination. Oh, yeah, yeah. Karen Kelly and Charlie Redmond, our former manager, he, he came in <laughs> on board. Matty Ford, we have Jimmy Barry Muffy, and we have Miss Ireland, Chelsea Farrell, and we have a few others in the pipeline. Um, but it was great. You know, the GA community is great. Like a lot of them people, you know, they didn't have to be asked twice. You know, they, they got the video, they sent us it. Um, we got, sorry, I forgot the, the, we had Rory stories as well. And okay. um, we have another one coming up now that, that, uh, I'll not say much, but loud supporters mightn't be too happy with, but um, that'll be released in the next week or so. Okay, we'll, we'll stay, we'll stay tuned for that. Who, who, who's the, uh, who's on the committee, or who, who do you have to thank, or is there a lot of people there working with? with yes, we've, uh, we've a tidy week committee there. So we've the chairman Mickey Rooney, Mickey, in fairness to Mickey, he's on every committee that, that's there. He's, <laughs> he's a great man, and. You've like say Tony Carey and Declan Gillespie. You've Ken Rooney. Ken's great in all the posters, the videos, and the, the whole lot. Like whatever needs to be done, Ken's there. Jacinta Courtney, Paulie McDonald, Lucy Cairn. You've Graham McKay, who's heavily involved with a lot with myself. You've Neil McKenney, Damian McKay, Peter Callahan. Then we took in a few of the younger lads. So you've Donald McKenney and you've Evan Malone there. Okay. Kind of come in to see what what happens in the background of the club. Um. So yeah, they're doing a bit with us. Um, we got the boys to do a TikTok video as well. Evan, Donal, Liam, and Kiki, and uh, the boys got about twenty thousand views on it. So it's just them kicking the ball around the Mary's grounds. Um, so yeah, look, kind of everyone's involved, young to old. Right, right. It, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, you're on about Mickey Rooney um, on every committee. I think he, he was on a committee one year that got me off a red card. So right, I'm forever, I'm forever thankful to, for Mickey. I, I was in, the, I was fair, it was a fair one. Now I wasn't, I wasn't in the wrong. I suppose, he, and, and Mickey, fair play to him, stood off me. Um, no, 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 me. He's but, honest enough, now, Mickey. Yeah. He's honest enough and fair enough. But um, so it, uh, it's the Winner House. Oh, sorry, not Winner House. Winner House in my head. Winnerholidayhome.ie. Already, you probably see it in already St Mary's Facebook page. Yeah, look at our Facebook page there. Yeah, um, as I say, yeah, Winnerholidayhome.ie. We've plenty of videos there. As I say, tickets are over fifty percent gone. So the, we're hoping now, right. you know, the the finishing line is is there. So um, we're hoping now that the, the the next two and a half will go even quicker in the first two and a half. But look, you know, we're happy enough. If it, if it happens to be July 25th, that's perfect. But as I say, the sooner it's sold out, you know, the sooner we're going to do the draw and the sooner somebody could be sitting in the new holiday home, whether it be in Clawhead, Britis Bay, down in Kerry, Cork, or even up north, you know, wherever. We've had a lot of sales up north too, so. And tickets are twenty nine fifty. Is it twenty nine euros? Tickets are twenty nine fifty, and as I yeah. said, are limited to four nine nine five. Like we, we are kind of pumping, it, and it definitely is. It's one of the best value draws out there. Like a, some of these draws have popped up since, and there's no one selling them at the price we are selling them. Well, sorry, there is one or two, but you know we have the least amount of tickets for any for the draw. So look, we 
we reckon we have a good product and a good draw on it. It is. It look, it's selling well. When you have people in the country who, who have no connection with Ari St Mary's buying them, you, you, yeah. you know you've kind of come in rightly. Brilliant. Thanks, David. Thanks a million. I'll have. I'll post up the link. Thanks very much for coming on the Loud and Proud podcast. Thanks very much for having us, Dan. Cheers. Thanks very much. So that was great. Great to have David on. Thanks very much, David. Really appreciate coming on and, and sharing that. Like, it's going to be a fantastic prize. It's something. It's a bit of a novelty as well. And I don't think I actually mentioned it in the podcast. What's the the, the money for? That I know they're doing some fantastic work down there in RD. Like I mentioned, the horrors early on the podcast, and we had Paul on during the week. They train in using the wall ball. Um, it's a great facility for the great amenity for the town of RD. And uh, I think it's just general light that there's always something that needs to be done around around the Marys and uh, the draw will hopefully go a long way in uh, doing that. So the quicker you get the tickets boss, the quicker the draw can happen, the quicker you have your holiday home. So get out there and get signing up. Um, thanks very much for listening. That's been uh, an exciting and snappy episode of the Loud and Proud podcast, episode 146. Thanks again. Thanks for coming through these dark days with nothing happening on the Sunday and just sticking with the podcast tuning in very loyal supporters out there and um, I'm looking forward to having talking points on the on the Sunday night podcast and the Saturday night now with next Saturday it's going to be a big week already a big month so far be look, we'll, like I said we'll be looking to Antrim Aaron Douglas will be on he'll give he'll give us the lowdown on Antrim former player with him a good friend of mine went to college with him as well and then You'll have the ins and outs of the ladies panel. We'll have manager Wayne Freeman on as well. I'll have my team. We'll be talking all about teams and game plans and the whole lot. What team is Mickey going to pick? Then we'll be reacting to Mickey's team. So sign up, patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Very, very exciting times. Um, and it's, like, it's great to get in part of the community. Load of people on there and the cracks 90 and people are talking. And it's just it's something to talk about. And it's just really, really... Um, Exciting times, you know, and it's a, it's an eclectic bunch of people that listen to a loud podcast, and it's great to offer them that service and go into those sort of things and do the like picking, find the ins and outs of the panel and getting loud horrors on and different things like that. But it's just I just we're very grateful and only for them to keep the thing going and keep the show on the road. But um, yeah, so. That, that's it enjoy your sessions tomorrow or tonight whenever you listen to the podcast or maybe you have enjoyed it and you're in bits and you're, you're aching after the first session back in, in five months and a lot of people corrected me last week that I was or during the week six months out I think it's actually five months nearly exactly since uh, the, with this GA shutdown but um, thanks very much for listening enjoy your, your night your session back um, if you're still playing, if you're still lucky to be still playing, there'll be a lot of lads coming out of the woodworks right of retirement to to get a kick of the O'Neills on on the sunny weather in in May. But um, yeah, I'm rambling here at the moment. I'm rambling. My mind is elsewhere. My mind is thinking about the football pitch. Good luck. Thanks very much for listening. Sign up for all the the talk during the week. Really exciting times. Um, an actual game to talk about and preview. Loud Antrim on the Saturday and Loud Leitrim on the Sunday in the Harland as well so good luck thanks very much for listening thanks for sticking by loud and proud mind yourself you have been minding yourselves and it's it's paying off good luck talk to you during the week and definitely next Sunday when loud have two wins out, out of two on the opening weekend of their campaigns good luck bye bye Say loud and proud.
Sing it proud today. 